was the nightmare about on Walking Dead? Okay, so there's this really evil guy with an eye patch, and um, in the in the nightmare, he kidnapped me. And for some reason, he kept saying he was Mormon, but Mormons don't do this. <laughs> like I've met Mormons, and they're very nice people. Maybe it's the LS, uh, LSD. LS- I don't think Mormons take LSD. I don't what's think that's the, a- what's the um, uh, under under the banner of heaven? Cult, oh, cult. Oh, the oh yes, um, the latter. The L- yes, Latter Day Saints. Anyways, LDS, which is weird because like on the show Walking Dead, like he's not, and he's not Mormon. He doesn't kidnap anyone, but he's evil and he has an eye patch. So in my dream, he kidnapped me and forced me to marry his son. <laughs> Well, you just think highly of yourself. <laughs> but it was just like they were very evil and they had all these rules and they let me take my dogs with me. For some reason, I had two yellow labs. One was Daisy and one was named Willie. But then they killed <laughs> Willie and I woke up. I literally woke up and I was like, where's Daisy? Where's Willie? I was like, oh, my God. I, every time I have a dream about like losing daisy or like anything i like wake up in a panic and then like i can't go back to sleep because i'm so like like shaken yeah so that was my dream if you have watched the walking dead you know who i'm talking about on the show he's the coral (laughs) carl 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 (laughs) no it's not carl um he was he's in like a he's in like season three or four and they just call him the governor so you know he's a bad you're already the season Three and four? I'm on season four. Oh, Katie. <laughs> this is your intervention now. This is not a podcast. Gordon has already watched the show, uh, but he stopped after like season seven and hadn't hasn't picked it back up. So now that I'm watching it, he's like intermittently watching it with mm. me. And he's like, I remember that. That girl's badass. That girl's cool. And I'm like, don't let me get attached to characters if they're not going to yeah. be around yeah. next season. Okay. But, yeah, I have made it to season four, and I started watching, like, a week ago. So oh, my goodness. I'm having a lot That's of fun. That's I am with shows, though. I can't even say anything. I, I, it really is the perfect show, though, because it's suspenseful. It's it? scary, but not too... It's, like, suspenseful. Yeah. It's, like, jumpy scary, but not, like... Um, but there's also... It's a little bit culty. Like, there's, like, little I different do like groups. That. I do like and that. And there's a ton of seasons, and... It's, like, the perfect show, like, episode length. Like, it is very... And there's no commercials because it's Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I do... 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, I I do enjoy a good, suspenseful, like, series. Yeah. It's I, extremely it gory, I will in. say that. That's the only thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, I just can't... I can't do like, zombies oh my sometimes. Gosh. But... And you, like, really fall in... It's one of those shows where you fall in love with all the characters and then, like, they could die tomorrow, yeah. you know? Except for Daryl. We know Daryl doesn't die. Yeah. He's we watched um, Emily the Criminal last night on Netflix. Oh, did you like it? Um, okay. Acting, nine and a half out of ten. Yeah. Plot and execution and interest factor, mm-hmm. like a four. Yeah. And so... She's like a credit card criminal, right? Yeah. And it was it was a really good... Like, it's only an hour and a half movie, which oh. I like that they're Love starting that. to do more of Love those. Love that. Yeah. Um, That's so great. So if it was any Quentin longer, Tarantino, take some damn notes. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, exactly. once, upon a, once upon a time in Hollywood did not need to be no, three it hours. Did not. It was great. Did not it, need to be three it hours. It was great, and it could have been better if it was shorter. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the thing. It's like I'll give it props. Like it ended when it should have ended. Like it's yeah. good. But it was just like, well, 
I kind of wish it was more interesting. I don't know. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would say watch it just because, like, it's only an hour and a half and it's a different type of movie. Right. But it's I not, love Aubrey Plaza. She I, has range. I am obsessed with her. Yeah. She was on, did you see her on SNL with Amy Poehler? Yes. France. <laughs> she said France. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she did that skit. When she came on as April Ludgate, I was like, this yeah. is peak, peak comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I have a friend who, like, we, we always say, like, my friend Brie, we always say that they hurt. She reminds us of Aubrey Plaza, just the way she, like. Oh, she is She, like, like just the way she, like, talks and, like, the way she is. And we told her that, and she goes, thank you. <laughs> That's <laughs> Like, funny. you're welcome. She's Brie. kind of a girlier version of. Absolutely. April, yeah, yeah, yeah. April, and April she'll April. even, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Hello. Great. We're here. We're back. This will all have to be cut. Future Katie, cut this out. (laughs) Future Katie, you are gorgeous. You are smart. You are important. Cut this out. You is smart. You is important. Just going to start inserting like, hello, future Katie. You look real good today. Okay. Um, okay, so this week we're talking about the Friends episode, season 10, episode 12, um, the one with Phoebe's wedding, and we kind of tied it into bridal party, choosing your bridal Mainly party. groomsmen. Mm. Well, Mainly yeah, groomsmen. We're going to talk, um, yeah, we're going to talk about groomsmen and best man, and I also have some fun groomsmen horror stories to Ooh, share that I found on BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Yeah. BuzzFeed. <laughs> so... We'll okay. get into that, but yeah. All right. So here's the recap. Um, so this is uh, season 10, episode 12, the one with Phoebe's wedding. It was aired February 12th, 2004. Oh my gosh. That's almost math. Nine years ago. Nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. To the day. Um, it was written by Robert Carlock and Dana Klein Barco, Borco. Uh, <laughs> and it was directed by Kevin Bright. All right. Um, so the plot of this episode, um, Monica is driving Phoebe absolutely insane while they're planning her wedding. She's barking military orders um, in, you know, military style, complete with a headset, which who is she talking to on the headset? We'll never know. Monica's so annoying. <laughs> okay, don't say that. I'm Monica. <laughs> I am like, I don't know if you remember like. Eight years ago, there was a thing on Facebook that was like, oh, put your three fictional characters about, like, who encompasses you. (laughs) Um, Mine is the Lilo from Lilo and Stitch, Monica from Friends, and then Tantar from Tarzan, Mm. the little elephant. Monica's so annoying. (laughs) Monica is very annoying in this episode. I'll I'll agree with that. Yeah, Um, yeah. But no, she's me, unfortunately. Um, Okay, so prior to the rehearsal dinner, uh, Phoebe has a problem finding somebody to walk her down the aisle. Her stepdad, she says, um, wasn't able to get released from prison to do it because he stabbed another inmate (laughs) in the exercise yard and had to miss the ceremony. (laughs) So she asks Joey, and Joey takes this extremely seriously. He, like... Just the rest of the episode, he's, like, always asking Mike about his intentions with Phoebe and all this stuff, which is funny because it's, like, I'm going to marry her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, anyways, yeah, he takes the role very seriously. Cute. So, now we're at the rehearsal dinner. Uh, Phoebe gets very upset with Monica for rushing her around and making sure everything is spotless, um, even though no one likes it. So, also, I'll add that Monica is wearing white at the rehearsal dinner, which is just super annoying. Like, literally had to chill white. 
who made that call? And Phoebe's not. So I doubt Phoebe cares, but that right. is interesting that they decided to put that in there. That's like funny. Monica's living vicariously right now. Yeah. Even though she got her dream wedding, but whatever. Right. Um, we Was should this do her before hers. or after Monica and Chandler's wedding. This is after. after. So this is okay. the last wedding of the whole series. Okay. Yeah. So this is gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it eventually gets to the point where she forces her to skip through parts of her toast. So this is the part where Sean laughed really hard because she's <laughs> like, okay. And then, and then we met and then it was good. And then Monica's like pointing to her watch, like, hurry up, hurry up. And she's just like, <laughs> okay, okay. And she starts panicking. Um, this causes Phoebe to meet her snapping point and fire Monica out of anger. The next day, Phoebe is going through a lot of stress and doing Monica's job, having ice sculptures turning up and not knowing the technical name for orchids. She's just having a bad day. Yeah. Cause she fires Monica as the planner. Um, meanwhile, Chandler and Ross find out that they're not part of the wedding party and complain to Phoebe who tell them they were in ne- next in line. They're like, wait, what are we doing tomorrow? What, what do you need us to do in the wedding tomorrow? You haven't told us. And she's like, oh, well, um, you're not doing anything. Like, that's why I haven't talked to you about it. And, but you were next in line. Like, <laughs> like, thanks. And I think Ross says something along the lines of like, but wait, it's going to be weird if I'm not in a wedding. <laughs> I think Ross is an unsung, underrated comedic icon. Okay, th- I have an issue with people that are like, Ross is so depressing. It's like, Ross I is actually so funny. love his humor in this. Like, yeah. Hi. Ross is so funny. I'm fine. Yeah. Chandler is depressing. <laughs> no, I like Chandler. I, I, I think Joey might be my absolute favorite just because. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. He's so good. But I, Ross, honestly, is one of my favorites. Okay, I can't. Anyways. I can't get into this again. <laughs> um, okay, so Phoebe panics um, because, well, okay, she doesn't panic. Mike tells Phoebe, hey, like, a groomsman can't come anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, which evidently was the best man because that's where yeah. he ended up standing. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, anyways, and then he lets Phoebe decide who gets to be in the wedding, uh, but she can't decide between the two so that she passes the job on to Rachel. Um, and she says, this is your bridesmaid job. After both plead with Rachel, Mike decides it would be fun to have his jog dog Chappie as the missing groomsman, which I love the name Chappie. Chappie. Um, by the way, if you've ever seen the movie Chappie, it's it's a movie. Um, do not watch it. Whatever you do, do not watch this movie. It's the worst movie in, in planet history. Um, on planet history. <laughs> well now i'm looking it up it's awful it's about like a robot named chappy <laughs> and there's a a f- semi-famous band that like stars in the movie they actually have kind of like decent music, 2015 but... yeah no um my college roommate hugh Chelsea jackman I... is in this? yeah we we bawled our eyes out at this movie I was so angry. Dev Patel is in this movie? Sigourney Weaver? Yeah. (laughs) This movie is stacked. Anyways. uh, Anderson Cooper is in this movie. I couldn't tell you one thing about the movie. I just know I hated it, and I blocked it out of my memory. Okay. All right. So she – Phoebe gives – Monica her job back because she just gets so overwhelmed with planning and everything. And then all of a sudden there's a giant blizzard literally out of nowhere. They just go, Hey, there's a blizzard outside. Like this is mid wedding day. There's a blizzard outside and all of the bridges and roads are closed. Sitcoms. You've got to be kidding me. So now the band photographer, wedding planner, like none of them can make it. 
Um, and so they're ready to call off the wedding, which they handled it very well. They just sit yeah. down on the couch. <laughs> they're just like, well, what do we do? Um, and then Rachel suggests they go ahead and get married outside of Central Park. Um, so snow is no long- longer falling on the streets. And then they get married um, on the street in front of Central Park. And so... <laughs> Can't read your handwriting? No, this is terrible. Oh, okay. Please cut this out. Can't Um, read. Yeah. When Mike's parents arrive, Mike tells his mom that he knows she doesn't like the idea of getting married in the snow. And she interrupts him and she's like, oh, I just love all the pretty lights and colors. (laughs) And then Mike's dad tells him he put pills in her drink. (laughs) That's, Uh, you can't make those jokes today. Oh, by the way, Mike is played by Paul Rudd. Yeah, wait, we should have probably (laughs) prefaced... America's sweetheart Paul Rudd literally is the episode. best person to marry Phoebe. I wouldn't have picked anybody else. Yeah, one hundred percent. Evidently, he, he's called Mike in the show for Team some reason, Mike. but it's really Paul Rudd that marries Phoebe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then, uh, with the snow, Chappie can't walk on his own. So Ross and Chandler both volunteer to hold him, uh, since whoever holds him would be included in the wedding technically. <laughs> so Ross gets it because Chandler's afraid of dogs, which is funny because he's like, "No, I'm really not afraid." And then he goes, "Oh, my neck is exposed," <laughs> and then he like runs away. <laughs> Um, so Ross gets the hold of the dog and then right after he gets a hold of the dog and he's all smug about it and everything to Chandler, um, we find out the minister is snowed in. So Joey, because he's already ordained, says that he would do the wedding. Well, now Chandler gets to walk Phoebe down the aisle. So she, he has like the best job yeah. in the wedding. Um, so that's just funny that Ross was stuck. I'm definitely that. watching this episode later. I need some, I need some friends in my life. Yeah. Um, Literally. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, Chandler gets the job. Okay. And then at the very end of the ceremony, which we'll get into like the details about yeah. the actual ceremony and stuff like that. End of the ceremony. Um, Ross goes, um, Joey, you need to speed it up a little. Chappie's heart rate, heart rate went way down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the episode closes. Um, Chandler and Joey return to their respective apartments, both wondering where Ross got to. Um, and then you find Ross outside waiting for the dog to, like, <laughs> he says, make, make, chappy. So that's how it ends. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That um, is a good one. So there's a couple quotes that I want to kind of point out in this movie. I know I kind of said a couple, but... Um, so the first one is Chandler, the whole episode, he's just like, kind of like, poor me. I was always left out and all this stuff. And See, I, that's why Chandler, <laughs> but what's funny about it is that anytime he, which it's kind of in this quote too, but like anytime he is left out, it's always like pointing back to a super feminine thing about him. Yeah. Which I love that. Like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So he says, I'm so glad we're having this rehearsal dinner. You know, I, I so rarely get to practice my meals before I eat them. And Phoebe says, what did we say your one gift to us was? And he said, no stupid jokes, but I thought that was for the actual wedding. And she says, rehearse it. Which I think is really good. <laughs> that is that, really I good. think everyone could yeah. use that. Um, and then the thing I was talking about where he's like, uh, not being a part of, you know, Phoebe and Joey's wedding. Yeah. He's like, this is like that figure skating all over again. I mean, synchronized swimming. I mean, the balance beam, help me. And then <laughs> and then Ross goes, football. <laughs> Jeez. Football. Um, um, and then, so during the ceremony, like, Joey begins the ceremony, which I love this. He begins it with friends, family, dog. Thank you all for being here to witness this blessed event. 
the cold has now spread to my special place, so I'm going to do the short version of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, and then Phoebe saying her vows, and she says, when I was growing up, I didn't have a normal mom and dad, a regular family, like everybody else, and I always knew that something was missing, but now I'm standing here today knowing that I have everything I'm ever going to need. You are my family. Oh. Which I love. That was nice. So cute. Um, but yeah. So there's there's some good one-liners in here. It was good oh, touchy-feely, yeah. and it was good, like, funny-wise and everything. I think Friends has great one-liners. Mm-hmm. I uh, People who are, like, Friends is so cheesy. No, Friends is funny. Like, there's some good writing on that show. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's a sitcom that holds up. Yeah. Um, okay, last quote. So Phoebe says to Rachel, like, hey, where's Emma? And Rachel says, Monica made me send her to my mother's. Apparently babies and weddings don't mix. And she didn't <laughs> say it, like... Yeah, Monica, or anything yeah. like that. She was just like, yeah, apparently babies and, and, and uh, weddings don't mix. And Monica goes, are you still crying about your damn baby? <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, so fun trivia. Um, first Yay! of all, this episode was actually nominated. It had an Emmy nomination for Outstanding cin- Cinematography for Multi-Camera c- Series. Wow. Yes, that is a mouthful. That is a mouthful. (laughs) Also, something that I noticed, besides Monica wearing white to the rehearsal dinner, the flowers that they use in this episode for, like, her bouquet and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, they're, you would think that she was getting married in June. Yeah. Like, they're so springy and summery. They're very bright. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then one of the things that Phoebe, like, wanted at her wedding was steel drums, but Monica was like, no, you're getting a harp. Well, they ended up having the steel drums from yeah. Phoebe's friend Marjorie. Um, and, Shout out to Marjorie. And so the song playing um, when she walks down the aisle is Here, There, and Everywhere by the Beatles. And oh. then when she, I think right before she walks down the aisle is Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Mm. So those are some pretty cute A ones. Classic. Even though they're on the steel drums. Which is, <laughs> hey, which that's got to be cool. Yeah. My parents danced to can't help falling in love at their wedding yeah that was our first dance oh um and then this is actually the second or maybe even third marriage for phoebe yeah um, so she was previously married to duncan the ice dancer in a sham green card marriage green card yeah marriage. and she implied she was once married to somebody in vegas um so yeah interesting yeah uh, this won't definitely won't be the last Friends episode we do. No. We, we've got all of Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Monica and Chandler. Um, I think that's, yeah. It, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also I thought it was interesting. Phoebe's wedding is not attended by any of her relatives, like her twin sister yeah. Ursula, um, her, her brother dad, Frank. Yeah, her brother or her sister-in-law or anything like that. Um, or her biological mother, spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, or the n- nieces and nephews that she actually gave birth to. None of them came. Um, yes, which I'm fine with. I, I forgot about that plot. I don't, I don't that like plot. the triplets. I don't like yeah. them. Um, but anyways. They had to wor- write something in because it was her actual pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Rachel, right? Or no? No. Maybe Jennifer Aniston doesn't have any show. kids. A lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, New Girl. Oh, wait. She, they just wrote her off for a while. Yeah. But, yeah, there are shows where. But Phoebe was definitely, she was pregnant with her son. Yeah. Um, uh, what's her name? Phoebe in real life. What's her name? Oh, I don't remember. Oh. 
Oh my Lisa Kudrow. Yes. Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> yes, she I was thought you were asking her, her son's name. I was like, yeah, oh. she was pregnant with her oldest son, so they Aww. wrote into the script that she was pregnant. I don't know why it had to be triplets, but <laughs> yeah, because it was only one baby. Yeah, um, and you can tell that you can definitely tell the difference between Rachel pregnant and mm-hmm. Phoebe pregnant, and you can tell which was the real pregnancy because Rachel, I've never seen a more fake-looking pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Than Rachel Green's. What what cracks me up is the shows that don't give them a temporary leave while they're pregnant or whatever. Yeah. Like on How You Met Your Mother, um, Colby Smolders yes. was pregnant. And then her, her character on the show like refuses to get pregnant. Yeah. Like, she d- is so against children. So, But it's so obvious that she's pregnant. Well, for a while on New Girl, em- or Zoe Deschanel, yeah. Emily's her sister, Zoe Deschanel, they would film her from like the neck down yeah. or like the chest down. Yeah. Or they'd put an object in front of her right. stomach. Like if you look at some of the episodes, they're like a salt and pepper shaker in front of yeah. her stomach. <laughs> or like, um, <laughs> what's the other show I'm thinking of? It might have even been like, I don't remember, but there's, like, a certain show where, like, they just film them from, like... Oh, Zoe 101. Oh, yeah. They filmed Jamie Lynn Spears from, like, the chest down because she was she was 16 and pregnant. Oh, <laughs> and gosh. they But then they were finally like, we got to just end the show. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, so even though her family didn't come, I'm back on Phoebe's wedding, um, I don't think Ursula would have been a bridesmaid anyways. No, they... Like, they weren't very close. Yeah, they did not like each other. No, but... There is a third bridesmaid standing next to Monica. Um, yeah. I don't know who she is. She's never mentioned in the whole she's episode. Never... All of a sudden, she's there. I don't like it when shows do that. It's I like, know. It's okay if they only have this friend group. Yes. Like, well, um, How I Met Your Mother did that, too. They wrote yeah. in, like, a bunch of other bridesmaids, and I was like, who is that chick? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Who's that chick in the matching dress? Yeah. I know. I hate when shows do that. Yeah. It bothers me. Um, okay, and then this is also the only wedding uh, of the main characters to take place at Central Perk, so that's why Gunther was there, which... Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Gunther. Aww. <laughs> um, okay, and then some things that happened in the show that probably shouldn't have happened in the show. <laughs> so when Ross says, you're not going to be in the wedding either to Rachel, the boom mic is actually, like, on the wall. No way. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I love stuff like that. I know. Oh. And then this one's actually even funnier. So in the HD series, you can see a hole in the wall of Joey's apartment to the right side of your screen just after Ross and Chandler come in to ask Rachel who she picked to be Mike's groomsman. And you can see somebody in the hallway behind Joey's apartment wall wearing a red sweater. And then right after that, Mike enters the apartment wearing a red sweater. So he was waiting for his cue. (laughs) He's just chilling. That's hilarious. But... Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, so this is full house. I oh, think they wrote oh. in her pregnancy because she was pregnant. Uh, Lori Lachlan, Laughlin, Laughlin, <laughs> whatever. However yeah, you say yeah. it, that's cool. Yeah, and then she got her ticket into <laughs> Yale for for her USC into Yale, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I'm almost positive. Is she that in was... prison or is that only? No, um, I don't think so. Not anymore. Yeah. Her wild ride, man. Her daughter, that same daughter, is is dating the guy from Euphoria. The oh. like really good looking one. I have not watched I'm like, that show yet. Why? That's a shame that you get everything you want. <laughs> so okay. hit me with some groomsmen. Okay, picks. so we're talking about groomsmen responsibilities, um, tips, advice. Um, yeah, it's just uh, also like response, like roles on the day of the wedding, the week of the wedding, things like that. Um, I used um, I 
did sorry <laughs> i researched there was three different articles on brides.com that i looked at one was um just the type of responsibilities that groomsmen have um and i just kind of bullet pointed some important stuff mm -hmm. so and this is kind of interesting it says while the original role of the groom's person is pretty sinister um, they served as the henchmen who would kidnap a woman against her will and for force her into marriage. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, so when you ask somebody to be your groomsman, you're like, Hey, will you go grab her for me? Yeah. <laughs> like full on game of Thrones. Wow. Like, ugh, makes me sick. I wonder where the maid of honor Again, comes in. This ties back to, to our last him? episode that we recorded about the Hindu weddings where it's like everything is so beautiful yeah. and, and symbolic. Meanwhile, we're kidnapping women. <laughs> we are such trash. <laughs> Caucasians do better. <laughs> God, white people. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's the name of this episode. God, white people. Today, their job is to support the groom throughout the monumental, monumental moments of marriage and perform certain duties to ensure the wedding goes off without a hitch. Are I, they though? Are they? Dude, this is where I'm going to get really... I don't really... think that it's expressed to the groomsmen enough ahead of time. No. What their duties are. No. And it's like too much... I'm sorry if this is going off the rails, but it's way too much taken lightly of like, yeah, we're just going to be drinking all day. Da, da, da. Um, and then you ruin the day. Yes. Because you're not dressed on time. Yes. You're not listening during the rehearsal. You don't know where to go. Yes. Like, exactly. I get you want to I'm going to make Gordon listen. listen to this episode so that he can relay all of this Gordon? to his groomsmen. Yeah. He told me he had his first wedding nightmare the other night. <laughs> his first one? Yeah. He woke up and he was like, hey, I had a wedding nightmare. And I was like, what? <laughs> Willie? And it did actually have to do with his groomsmen. So... He had a dream that two of his groomsmen, Joey and Nate, I will literally, uh-oh, Joey and Nate, um, he had a dream that he had to drive all the way to Bowling Green to get them from their old college house on the day of the wedding because That's they were supposed funny. to be here getting ready and they weren't. And he was like, I was driving the back roads all the way to Bowling They're Green. They're doing a keg stand when he gets yes, there. Literally. And he was like, two of my other friends in my dream were just on the on the porch smoking cigs. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. So the this week might your, actually happen. The week of your wedding, we're going to do the parent trap montage where you're showing me pictures of, like, people. And I'm going to quiz Tom. Like, yes. this is Nate. This is Joey or whatever you Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I, I, I have seen all of his groomsmen in their most vulnerable state. Even my brothers. <laughs> um, so I'm a little nervous, but um, yeah. I think because th they know I'm involved, they'll be a little more like, okay, this is important to Katie. We have to take this seriously. Mm. I'm hoping to God something like that happens, but I don't know. Yeah, I think he's going to have to have a little time. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, other responsibilities, plan the bachelor party. That was the one thing they were good at. <laughs> They've yeah. gotten that taken care of. Um, show up to pre-wedding events. Um, I think this is something that, like, if there's an engagement party or some sort of, like, couple shower or something, I think this is something that a lot of groomsmen don't think about is, like, going to pre-wedding events. You know, yeah. like, I think almost all of Gordon's groomsmen were at our engagement party, the ones that lived nearby. Mm -hmm. um, um, but, yeah, showing up to uh, – the rehearsal dinner is obvious. Like, please yeah. go to the rehearsal dinner. Please show up on time to the rehearsal men. I feel like I'm going to be doing a lot of, like, barking orders in yeah. this episode. Sean's groomsmen – I don't know why I can't say that word. Sean's groomsmen are 
all local yeah. versus my bridesmaids. I only have one yeah. that's local. Yeah. Two. Two that, that are local. And so it's like, and I have yeah. eight others that aren't local. Right. So it's like. Ours is pretty. I'm gonna be annoyed yeah. if if his guys like right. don't like you know. Gordon's groomsmen up. are all out of town. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, everybody's out of town. I have a few that are local, but yeah, for the well, most. Well, and groomsmen don't go to the wedding shower. No. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we won't you have. Want that, yeah, but... we won't have anybody because we're not doing like a couple of shower right. or anything. Um, okay. And then this one was interesting. It says, make sure someone in the group is a good psychologist. That person is going to help with the groom's stress and mental health during this process because planning a wedding can be stressful. Having a calm voice within the groomsmen is always helpful. I, that's something I didn't think about is like having a voice of reason in a group of guys that are, you know, a group of guys is important. I think that he has a few of those. One. (laughs) 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 Um... I think Nate is a good voice of reason for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate was the president of their fraternity. That's the only thing I'm going off of. <laughs> he's he he's smart too. He didn't get the fraternity shut down. So yes, he didn't. Well, they are shut down now, but <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, usher guests to their seats, direct them to the gift table, restrooms, um, and help load oh, up gifts. Hilarious. And, yeah. Right. I've never Everything. once seen a groomsman help gifts to the gift table. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then help load up gifts and decor at the end of the night. Groomsmen, please help clean up. Yeah. Like, that's all I ask. Uh, Honestly, we assign a lot of groomsmen positions during meetings. We're yeah. Like, who who is planning on moving that arch for you after the ceremony to the reception? And then John. they go, we don't know. And I go, well, I know. It's going to be the groomsmen yeah. probably. And yeah. And they go, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> And then, okay, so um, what are the best man duties, you might ask? Mm. Also, organize the bachelor party. Um, this is something I never thought of, in charge of a wedding gift for the groom. So apparently, sometimes people all contribute Aww. for a gift for the groom. I didn't know that was a thing. Provide emotional support. <laughs> Gordon's groomsmen aren't, Gordon's best man aren't doing that. It's his brother, Henry, who is, like, freshly 19, and... His his best friend Ben, who is has never once given him emotional support. Um, keep the Ooh, burn. Oh God. Keep the groomsmen on schedule. Hold on to the rings and make a speech. The ring part that is accurate. Yeah, that is about the only thing <laughs> you do that's want. Accurate. Yeah, whoever your groomsman is, you or best man is, you should trust them with the rings. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then this one is uh, mis- best man mistakes. The first one, uh, highlighted in bold, underlined, underlined, encouraging old time's sake behavior. Huh? Like, for old time's sake, you know? Like, come on, let's do this for old time's oh. sake, you know? Like, encouraging old time's sake yeah, behavior. Yeah, like, let's go it? drink on a boat in the river yeah, on a wedding Yeah, let's morning go to the strip club sake. until 6 a.m., yeah. you know? Like... Yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. This well, is not... that stresses me out. Yeah, exactly. I, that's like, I don't like movies like that, that like... Um, like in The Hangover. The Hangover. Yes. yes. That stresses yes. me out because the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, are they going to make Everybody it was wedding? like, oh, Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper's character was so hot in that movie. No, his character was the worst. Yeah. Like, grow up. Yeah. Also in that movie, they don't talk about it enough, but his character was a teacher. Should we do that movie? Um. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. I know. I just thought. Can I tiger. do the recap? <laughs> we, could, we could talk about how tigers um or maybe we do like a like a 
like a two-part episode when we do Hangover 1 and 2. Because in the second one, they go to Thailand. We could talk about bachelor parties or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we'll do that for all the... Um, yeah, and we can get, like, um, Ed Helms to uh-huh, yeah. co-host. He went to college in Oberlin. I bet he remembers is, you. Which is my hometown. So. See? I know. See if I'll do that. <laughs> he stays at my sister's hotel sometimes. Amazing. And I served him steak. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> and then, um, yes, so no old time sake behavior. Um, another mistake is partying before your duties are completed. Please do not drink too much before the ceremony, before your speech. Mm-hmm. And don't ma- don't let the groom drink too much either because exactly. he might not notice how much he's drinking. Exactly. But if you keep handing him stuff, yes. it's going to make it worse. And it's actually illegal for him to have a holy matrimony yes. when he's intoxicated. Yes. So if, if you want your best friend's wedding to be legit, yes. please keep an eye out for him. If you don't want to feel the wrath of the bride. Or Abby. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Or my mother. I'm way too non-confrontational. <laughs> I bet my mom would scare the, scare the shit out of them. But, uh, out of Gordon's groomsmen. Yeah, she would. <laughs> my brothers would be like, dude, don't make me get my mom. Yeah. Um, okay. Julie. Another, we do love Julie. Uh, another best man mistake is not being solution oriented. So it says mistakes happen every day. And that's especially true when planning any type of celebratory event. As a best man, though, it's important to adapt to every situation rather than give up once something unexpected happens. Mm-hmm. Don't make the mistake of being the best man who complains about everything and doesn't have a solution for anything. I think that's very important as yeah. well. The Debbie Downer groomsman is my least favorite. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, just figure it out. But also, let's pre- let's not pretend like the groomsmen are the problem solvers on the wedding day. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> We're that not saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not uh, having the hostess go to them with any questions or concerns. <laughs> Like, when people are like, I don't know, maybe you're best man. I'm like, no, don't do that. How, how about the second guest? Yeah. The second person on the list? I actually, but I think I bond. I, I don't want to be too hard on the groomsmen because, like, I I think nine out of ten weddings, I bond quicker and easier with the groomsmen than I do the bridesmaids. I think they're, I think they're, and this is nothing against the bridesmaids, but I think that the groomsmen are easier to talk to on the wedding yes, day. Yes, they are because I think the bridesmaids for some reason, working at a venue, sometimes bridesmaids think, like, they're just going to tell us, A, to be quiet, B, we can't do that, yeah. C, something's wrong, whatever. So they're all defense on the bride when, like, right. us and the brides are best buddies at this point on yeah. wedding day. Let me talk to her. Like, sometimes I'll go in the bridal suite and be like, hey, like, where's the bride? And they're like, what do you need? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I need her. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I don't I'm gonna have to talk I'm gonna have to explain fifteen minutes and worth think, of stuff to yeah. you. I just need to talk to her. Like, and <laughs> this is gonna sound so like pretentious, but like I think growing up with brothers, I know how to talk yeah. to the groomsmen better. Well <laughs> like I, I know what yeah. they want. They want to watch football and they want their beer cold in the fridge. Like yeah. that's what they want. I think after going into the groom's suite multiple times and seeing groomsmen in their underwear getting their hair underwear yeah oh i'm pretty comfortable going in there too (laughs) i did not like that one time like that one time you just flung open the door okay that was the only time that i'm pretty sure cassidy has a picture of it yes yes she does i completely forgot to knock but no the other they were like don't come in and abby was like 
open the door. The, the other three times, um, I knocked and they said, come on in. And I should not have come on in. It was bad. But we, we got we quite a show that day. Going. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's okay. We've seen it all. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so also on the topic of uh, best man and groomsmen, this is a BuzzFeed article that I found that is basically all groomsmen horror stories. Yes. So let's get into it. So the first one I've starred says, a few weeks after we'd gotten engaged, set our date, and confirmed a few members of the bridal party, my husband's best man got engaged too. They set their date for a week before ours. Then he complained nonstop about having to cut his honeymoon short because oh of our wedding. Oh my god! He said he would be at the rehearsal, then didn't show up, but he walked in the next day like everything was fine. They had been friends since pretty much their whole lives, and that ended it. Do you think that had to have been like the bride was set on that date? The yeah. Second, the second bride yeah. was set on that date, and yes. then he just was like, oh... It'll be fine. It's a week before. And then he was trying to cover his tracks. Also, getting wait defensive. to take your honeymoon. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then, That's... okay. So this one says, at my wedding, one of the groomsmen got ridiculously hammered, then put his arm around my mom and asked how she knew the bride. <laughs> oh, my word. Short to the point. Love it. Yeah. Okay. This one says, <laughs> the venue we chose had a five-hour limit, including cleanup time. All of our, yeah, all of our bridal party had been specifically told that they needed to stay and help my parents break down the tables and pack up food. My bridesmaids stayed, but all the groomsmen ditched 30 minutes before. Um, even my then husband and me had our send off. In case you were wondering where they sped off to, well, they went back to our apartment, flipped every piece of furniture upside down, and scraped the labels off of every spice container huh? and every canned item, leaving the trash in a pile on the living room floor. Not only did they leave my parents in a lurch, but being super young and broke, my husband and I didn't book a hotel for the night and just went home instead. I'll never forget flipping my couch back over while still in my wedding dress. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can tell that you guys were all young because that's so immature. Yeah, that's I literally did that in college to a person that we were like in a prank war with. Yes, and I we put everything in upside their dorm down and inside yeah. out yeah. in his dorm, yeah. and it wasn't that much, but like all of his clothes and everything, it was just like funny yeah. to see. Yeah, I cannot imagine doing that to somebody. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay, and then I think I start a few more. Yeah, I was. I was in my best friend's wedding and was paired up to walk down the aisle with a friend of the groom who I had met prior to any of the wedding planning. He seemed like a riot the couple times we got together. Beforehand, he was a little flirty with me, but respectively so. Cut to the night of the wedding. Oh, I remember this one. It made me angry. He got, he got trashed, literally tried to fondle me in front of the entire reception, oh. wound up breaking the strap of my dress after he tried to pull it down, then threw up the entire on the entire front of my dress. Luckily, the reception was at a facility that had a room with the shower where we had all gotten ready, but I had to wear jeans and a sweatshirt for the rest of the night. I am so angry, and I feel so sad for this girl. Yeah, that's really sad. This is, if anyone tried to do that to me. Gordon would break their nose. I would break their nose. Yeah. I would break their arm, the hand that they tried to snap the stress off with i would just snap it right then and there so this one reminds me um it's not a groomsman my aunt which i hope she does not ever listen to this episode (laughs) she'd be mortified i'm not gonna i have multiple aunts i have lots of aunts i'm not gonna say which one 
Um, she, her first marriage, um, after I tell you the story, it's not going to be a surprise. <laughs> it was, it, it did not end or it did not last. But, um, so their wedding, um, she loves chocolate and they had mm. a little chocolate groom's cake Aww. and the groomsmen all egged on the groom and he not only just like put cake in her face, <laughs> he took the whole cake leaned my aunt back and <gasps> smeared it from head to <gasps> breast area like like chest like it oh was like my just God. like awful cruel it's everything. so cruel my mom and my aunt had to with like um q-tips like pick out the chocolate frosting from her dress and and oh they said that she was God. just like standing there in shock like what just happened yeah kind of thing and and my aunt officiated the wedding and th- my other aunt and she was like i don't have to sign this license <laughs> like kind of a thing and they had, she was like no sign you know and oh, but yeah that was God. like i i it wish so i was angry. there like, <laughs> to see that ugh. but i can't believe that actually happened in real life and like I, my family was witnesses to that like yeah can you and what what are the who are these groomsmen yeah. Didn't pay for the cake. Didn't pay for that dress. Didn't pay for didn't anything, pay for, probably. And um, probably just not the showed up. If he yeah. doesn't have respect for yeah. her or anything yeah. there, and then yeah, just ruined that whole moment. And yeah. From that point on. Ugh. Don't get me in my Me Too movements <laughs> era right here, right now. See, that, it's just things like that. Like that just makes me so angry mm-hmm. and so sad for the bride and the groom of this wedding too. That yeah. like that is a memory from their wedding yeah. now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, so the last one, <laughs> the last one's funny and kind of ties into our podcast a little bit. Um, so my husband's best man got a little too drunk at the rehearsal dinner because he and his girlfriend at the time were having some issues. This led to him accidentally stabbing another groomsman <laughs> in the arm with a pocket knife huh? he didn't think was that sharp, quote, huh? leading to a bloody mess that my family's fav- at my family's favorite restaurant. <laughs> Thank goodness the other groomsmen took care of everything without many people noticing and no stitches were needed. You better believe, you better believe he was on his best best behavior the day of the wedding it was not too long after the we- the red wedding <laughs> the, red the red wedding wed- the red wedding on game of thrones aired so that was the running joke with the bridal party for a while oh, trying to make word. light of the situation that i would so i don't funny. think i would want him in the wedding the next day i, I would probably be like, <laughs> like you're good man you're you're off are duty you kidding you're, you're good you're done oh my god i don't even know if i'd want him at the wedding at that point like <laughs> stabbed another I think, groomsman i think that's like a point in your life that you really need to realize you oh might be an alcoholic if, if you're gonna harm because he and his girlfriend at the same time were having some issues it seems like you need to deal with your issues in a better way seems like you might need to consider therapy it seems like every person we talked about in these stories needs to consider therapy we are brought to you by better health <laughs> better health come on come on oh, better health better help yeah, or I- talk space. Come on, someone sponsor us. <laughs> Casper mattress, anyone? Come on, the knot, wedding wires. Oh yeah, the knot is gonna. Zola, come on. You quoted my tweet once. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, this concludes begging for sponsors, and yeah, that's all I got. Groomsmen, do better. Hashtag. But I do, do better. love groomsmen. That's the hard thing is that yeah, like it's just. Great. I think it's it it's just not my my point is is like it's not mm-hmm. funny to be like oh yeah we're gonna do the wedding 
Yeah. (laughs) It's not funny. It's not funny to be like, oh, I'm going to get so trashed or whatever. It's like, but if it's the, like, I just, I love the funny groomsmen that are just there to have a good time. Oh, yeah. And a pure good time. That is, yeah. That, and you will like Gordon's groomsmen. They're just as goofy and (laughs) on the dance floor as he is. Good. So, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, if there is any stabbings, one of his groomsmen is a doctor. So yeah, that should be okay. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like the last few bridal parties that we've had here have been very like quiet, like very like, (laughs) like it's, it's okay to play music. Like, yeah, you know, there are times and this goes back to like, since I've started here, there are times where we'll walk by the groomsmen suite and I'll just be sitting in, sitting in a circle and I'm like, are you having a seance or do you want some sandwiches? Are you, like, reading each other's minds? So I do think that there does need to be, like, some sort of hype man. You know, because the groom might be too nervous to, like, even think of, like, a stereo for the the groom suite or, like, games and things like that. Like, I feel like he's not going to plan ahead. There needs to be a planner in the group. Yes, there needs to be somebody that is the entertainer of the groom's party. So maybe tell them ahead of time like hey like can you bring the games can you do this hey can you do the snacks can you like maybe different people have different roles yeah and then that'll make them feel important and special and (laughs) you is smart you is important you is i know (laughs) future katie yes good job this episode you did great um what's okay, going well, on okay wait i want to talk about what's going on in the building first um, okay okay we are redoing the elevator floor i'm not gonna say how i want it to be <laughs> this surprised is the third time this year we've done the elevator shut up floor. <laughs> no so okay elevator floor is i think yeah it it um it held up for a really long time we always maintain the elevator and the and everything yeah but the floor takes a huge beating we take a lot of pride in that elevator yes and so um that floor just like started to go and so we replaced it and put like a temporary type floor down mm-hmm. and then that went like literally two weeks it lasted because of how much use it gets and so we're trying to think of something permanent and we thought of something and i want to keep it a surprise just in case it doesn't work Mm -hmm. but i'm very excited it's going to be like literally the cutest freaking spot for photos so that's getting done we have our bridal house coming up on march 12th um every single room is filled every table we full it is going to be amazing atlas bridal shop is doing a fashion show here um the chapel can hold up to 200 people so come for that because there will be space and yeah the bridal house is free march 12th 1 to 4 p.m um and then there will be like couples dance lessons and things like that yeah um what else is going on in the building i feel like we're just using off season right now pretty smart with tasks and things like that yeah but tasks yeah, so now's a good time like to really get into wedding planning for all you um, engaged people and call us and ask us questions and everything. And don't be afraid. Even if you have like a little question, we'll talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. But like if that question could be an email, send it in <laughs> an email. I, I like talking on the I'm phone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just like sometimes when you're like in the middle of something and then the phone rings, you're like, oh, dang it. You like know, this like morning I when I didn't have my coat off yet and you were like, um... Yeah. someone's on the phone for you yeah. it's okay it was fine yeah but but yeah okay well um have a good day <laughs> all right hi i'm paul <laughs> you stay golden okay bye-bye bye